Front door's open. I'll get it. I got it, Jeff. I'm gonna go to the left side. Please, department, third floor! Please, department, third floor! So can this be happening in America? I mean, at first, I didn't believe it myself. I, 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 I saw this video as I'm looking at it, and I'm going, wait a minute, wait a minute. Maybe this happened in another country. Maybe it happened somewhere else. I'm not even sure. But today, we're going to be looking at the most, believe me, the most aggravating, frustrating thing that I've come across in a long time. Um, the government is looking to take more and more control, my friends. They're looking to take it away from us. And it's happening right in front of our very eyes. It's just, we're not putting it all together. And we're not putting it together because what's happening is we're seeing news and then we see some good news or we see some other things. And, you know, we kind of forget about it. We go back to our life. But here it is on a beautiful spring day in March of 2020. Okay. This guy, Waylon Bailey, was sitting in his house, totally unaware that outside was a SWAT team ready to break down the door and come in. Now, the local sheriff and the sheriff's office and their SWAT team, first of all, why does why does a little town have a SWAT team and a SWAT truck? I mean, I mean, this is like a one-horse town. I don't get it. But they do. And they get that money from where? Uh, federal government. Oh, no. From us, taxpayers. They take our money. They buy SWAT trucks. Which, listen, hey, maybe it's good to have things to protect us. But here's an innocent guy, basically. And it was proven out in the end. But here's an innocent guy. And SWAT team comes, break down the door, arrest them. And basically, it was all over a joke about something that he put on Facebook about a pandemic. Oh, the pandemic. I'm sorry. So they grabbed, forced him to the floor. They're screaming at him, yelling at him to submit, put his hands behind his back, haul him off to jail. Now, you might be thinking, as I did the first time I looked at the video, I'm going, well, the guy probably deserved it. He's probably a criminal, you know, he, who knows, child molester. I mean, I'm thinking, you know, this guy's got to be something bad. Was he a terrorist? Was he a murderer? Some kind of dangerous criminal out there? Sure. But he did none of these things. He wasn't even guilty of a, you know, ticket infraction on his car. Nothing. And I tell you this story so you can be aware that, believe it or not, this can happen to me or it can happen to you. And it's all because of changes that have happened in the law recently. Have you been aware of the changes that have been happening? So many things go on in Washington, D.C. The insiders are working sometimes round the clock when you and I are sleeping. They're in there passing in these laws, pages, hundreds and hundreds, sometimes thousands of pages. And the hardest part for us is to actually believe that our own, you know, elected, well, maybe elected, I, I don't know, it depends if the election was rigged, but our own elected officials are actually working against us. Now, after this guy Whalen was locked in jail, he was finally told his crime. Now, I don't know about you, but we're supposed to be told the crime in advance. We're supposed to be told what we're being arrested for. Well, he wasn't. And when he found out what it was about, he goes, well, wait a minute, what are you talking about? That was just a joke. 
Now, here's a copy of his post. You're going to see it on your screen right there. That's a copy of his post. This is the reason why they have a SWAT team coming to his house, break down his door, guns were stuck in his face, he's dragged off, okay, hauled away in, 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 in you know, he's in handcuffs, thrown in the back of the vehicle, dragged downtown, all because of that post? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm beginning to wonder, was there more to this that we don't know? Is there something else that we weren't told? Patriotic Americans, that's what I consider me, and hopefully that's what you are, patriotic American. That's pretty much what this show is all based on. Um, anyone who believes in America and the greatness of America, believe it or not, today we are the target of the government. In everything that they do, everything that they say, they are looking for people like you and I who are trying to put America first. And God forbid you say the word MAGA, you know, make America great again. Well, right away, you are attached to Donald Trump and the Donald Trump movement, which is racist. Oh, that's right. Well, well, we are supposedly part of the right-wing extremists. That's what they call it. But in order to try to eliminate Trump, the left released a bioweapon. At least that's what I call it. And, and I know some doctors have too. Uh, and this was something that was in the works back in 2019, okay? It was in the works at a lab in China, a Wuhan lab, China. I love the way Trump says China. It's just, it gets to me because here we are feeding so many things into China, business, money, pharmaceuticals, manufacturing, everything. And yet it was China working behind the scenes, basically, try to control the entire world. Who did that? Who funded it? it? I mean, if it was China that funded it, if it was China that developed it, then I'd say, well, you know, let's just, you know, let's drop a couple of weapons on them and let's, let's take them out. But when you find out that our government was involved, the man behind the curtain, pull back the curtain, baby, you know, pull back the curtain. Guess who it was? Fauci, Anthony Fauci. He and his wife, they are government operatives, period, plain and simple. And they're working to find new ways to control the population. See, there's a big move afoot. Um, it's been happening for many, many years, actually decades. And the move is to try to find ways to cut back on societal growth, population growth, because population is expanding left and right. And uh, the elitists... Uh, are afraid that, you know, all the wonderful things about this earth are going to be used up by we, you know, useless little peons who don't know any better. And so they want to try to control the population as much as possible. And let me tell you, there is no more dangerous person right now alive than Anthony Fauci. This guy believes himself to be a do-gooder. <laughs> you know what a do-gooder is? That's somebody that walks around doing good for everybody, or at least... That's the way it looks. He's always talking about the greater good. But at the same time, funding a laboratory in Wuhan, China, that was working on weaponry. This is all gain-of-function research. And gain-of-function basically is a way of saying this, if I can put it to you in plain and simple terms. 
How many people can we sacrifice, you know, in order to, you know, save these people? Uh, how, many, how many people is, is okay if we sacrificed it? In other words, okay, if this virus happened, okay, um, maybe we can come up with something that will eliminate this virus, but we got to test it. So let's test it on some people. So if a thousand people die, but we can eventually save millions, well, isn't that a good thing? See, that's, that's the way bioethics is. And his wife is in charge of what? Bioethics. That's her degree. That's what she's involved in. So I call this whole stuff Fauciism. It's more dangerous than fascism, and it's more lethal than the ovens in Auschwitz. You might not have been taught that because our schools have stopped teaching about the Holocaust and the victims of the Holocaust. But millions, multiplied millions, we talk about six million, those were just the Jews. There were another six million Europeans and millions of others who were killed by the Nazis because they considered anybody that wasn't, you know, pure white, blonde, they weren't, they weren't perfect. They weren't good enough. They didn't reach the threshold of what they considered to be best. So, this Fauciism that's happening right now is all under the direction of the government. And they're looking for ways to control everything that we have available to us here in the United States. And that goes for medication. It goes for every aspect of drugs. It goes for your food. It goes for water. Anything like that. The powers that be have developed ways to control us, especially in terms of financial security. How about your planned retirement? Did you know that they already know how many people are going to be able to live through retirement and how many people are going to need government assistance? Unfortunately, if I'm proven right, and I hope I'm not, I, I really, but I know I am. <laughs> That's the sad part. It, but I hope I'm right because your and my personal uh, liberties are what's at stake here. And we celebrate right now three years away from entering into the fourth year away from a pandemic that was planned, a pandemic by members of our own government. What for? Why did they put us through all that when they could have ended it very, very swiftly and very quickly? It was proven. I talk about that in another show where I talk about ivermectin and, you know, the whole protocol that was developed in order to kill the virus very quickly, very swiftly, without having to put people in the hospital, put them on ventilators or anything else. When Trump was in office, the left released this virus and they knew that Fauci would win the trust of Trump. Trump was new. He was green, if you will. He was a great businessman, and is a great businessman, but he was new to politics. And like most of us, we want to believe in our officers and in our leaders and government that they're good people and they're good at heart. And Fauci comes across that way, you know, a little like grandpa. He's just a good grandpa. But he had other ideas. And the truth eventually came out, and you could tell how Trump basically pushed Fauci aside over time. But it was Fauci was the one that changed his idea on masks purposely from masks don't do anything to, oh, we need, the, in fact, double mask if you can. You know, it's okay. We need to do that. Everybody needs to do it. Closing of tens of thousands of businesses. Some never even reopened, even to this day. Fauci was the architect of the mandated vaccines, the jab 
that actually killed countless lives. And many people are still suffering from side effects from that. They call vaccine. That's a whole nother show because it was never actually really a vaccine. It was a, an untested, untried um, medical concoction with stuff in it that we still don't even know about to this day. And the worst part of it, Fauci was making money the whole time. Making money off of the vaccine. And it, th th this is all information that's available to you and I. Anybody can go online, you could get this information. Normally, that would be considered a conflict of interest if the companies that you're involved in, the companies that you help to fund, you know, companies that you own percentages of in your own portfolio are making profits based on the vaccine that you're telling everybody has to take it, a mandated vaccine. That's ridiculous. That would normally be considered a conflict of interest, but it wasn't. And in fact, the media hailed it as, oh, wonderful, this is great. Fauci's such a good man. Consider this. It was all a way of testing just how much the American people will put up with without bucking the system. So this guy, Fauci, is the highest paid, highest paid government official in the history of the United States. Over $470,000 or $80,000 a year, plus, 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 plus all the other benefits. Now, I dare say, even now, that he even still maintains control over decisions in the health environment, if you will. NIH, WHO, all of these entities to which he has great um, insight because he was over these departments. And many of those people still look to him. Why? Why does he have access to all these departments? Still, he's retired, but yet he has access. Something's up. The Chinese lab where this virus was formed was financed by Fauci and company. <laughs> company meaning National Institute of Health. Oh, that's, wait a minute. That's our money. <laughs> that's our money. He was using our money to fund his own research. But this guy's got a baby face, you know, small stature, kind of meek, talking, you know, um, He's won the hearts of people. He gets on and, and, and he, he's, he's, like I said, this, this trusting face, baby-faced grandpa figure. <laughs> My God, they used this man and he knew what he was doing the whole time, all along. But here's the thing. As a fascist pig, which is really what he is, he has been unmasked. And most of us that know the truth today aren't trusting anything that the government has to say. And the reason why is because we know now we've been lied to. The vaccine didn't stop the infection. It didn't stop people from getting the virus. The vaccine only made big pharma wealthy and people like Fauci. It made him extremely wealthy. So if Biden, who got on TV and said, well, if you take the vaccine, you're, you know, you're not going to get COVID, or you're not going to be able to spread. None of that is true. It is all a bunch of lies. I never thought I'd say this, but we haven't seen anything yet. We just haven't. Because COVID, I believe, and so do many others, it was just a test run. And it was necessary to force compliance on unsuspecting Americans. What Fauci and the rest of the deep state was trying to do was to test the waters
to see what they can do when the time is right. What time? Well, we all know that they've got a one-world agenda. We know that. We know that they've lied to us. We know they hate Donald Trump more than just about anything out there, more than anything I've ever seen in my entire life. Why do so many people hate this man so much when they're, there's no cause? They investigate him for going on, what, seven years now, and they still haven't found anything that sticks because none of it is true. They make everything up, and they have to make it up because there's nothing real, nothing substantive that they can rely on. And every time they do this, people like you and I begin to say, something's wrong, and it is. They are planning something even bigger because if Trump, does get the Republican nomination, which he's going to hit. It's hands down. He's going to get it. That's if they don't kill him in advance. He's going to get it. Then what? What will the deep state do? Listen, this is not an exaggeration. My contacts have been telling me that a storm is coming to America. And it's going to come in the form of something that we have yet never seen. And I don't know what I don't know what way to share the urgency of this. I'm not trying to put fear in you at all. Just trying to keep us awake. The government has each of us in their sights. And I think they're ready to unleash their weapon. Because they're going to need to take back control. They don't want to lose it. They have control now to some degree. It's beginning to slip away. Even the media, some of it's beginning to crack. So they've got to get it all back. They've got to get back to the place where people don't doubt them any longer. And the only way that that could happen is by something catastrophic. What better way to control a population than through either health or money? So what are they going to take control of? Our health or our money? Both. In one fell swoop, the government can easily close the door to your ability to access your own money. The next pandemic could give complete control over to the government, not just of your wealth, not just of your life, not just of your business, but even of your own health. All of your investments, everything that you have, everything that you own. No, I'm, I'm working on something right now that I, I just totally shocked me. I didn't even know that in, in case something were to happen in this nation, let's say, you know, an EMP goes off or, you know, the grid goes down or whatever, and you happen to be a patriot and you've stored up some food or stored up some water. Do you know that if the government institutes martial law or anything similar, they can come and confiscate everything that you have? That's right. It's actually legal. They've already put it in the law. They've made it a law. They can actually come in and take everything that you have because they say it's for the better good. Oh, where did I hear that before? <laughs> Fauci, the better good. They can rip away your privacies, rip away your freedoms, and you'll have no recourse whatsoever. Everything you do is monitored right now. Everything you do is recorded. You can't drive down the road without somebody recording your license plate as you're driving. And if you're speeding, God forbid you're going five, six, seven miles an hour over the speed limit, and it happens that that month, the state that you're driving in needs to, you know, boost their income a little more, bango, you get a ticket in the mail. And you could fight it and win. Believe me, I have. I know it works. But here's the thing. They know the average American doesn't have the time or the money to be able to fight it. 
So instead, they pay this two or $300 ticket because they were going five, six, seven miles an hour over the speed limit. No freedoms. In fact, even possessing cash is a crime of great significance. Did you know that? It is. Right now, if you go to the bank and you, you, know, you want to draw out a substantial amount of money in cash, you know, more than $10,000, you will find in most cases the bank will tell you to come back later or tomorrow. Sometimes even if it's a larger amount of money, like 100000 or more, they may tell you to come back in a week. Why? They have access to that money. It's all available. No. It's all about recording. And soon Biden and his Democrats and all the rest of, rest of his... Uh, um, clan, the conspiracies. The cons- these are the people behind the conspiracies. In other words, we look at something, we go, something's wrong. And then they call us a conspiratorialist. No, no, no. There are really things happening out there, real things, real conspiracies. And these are the people behind it. Soon, there's going to be an announcement. And we're going to find out that we've lost control over all these areas. Of our life. Now, l- l- let me ask you a question. Have you ever criticized the administration? Maybe you, you like this guy, Whalen. He just simply made a joke on his Facebook page. I, I mean, seriously. H- have you ever even simply said out loud to family or even friends, you know, something against the government? I can guarantee you, you're already a target. There's a new uh, bill being proposed, and it's called the Restrict Act. And it gives politicians the power to take action, including enforcing any mitigating measure to address any risk arising from, listen to this, listen, arising from any covered transaction by any person. What the heck does that mean? I got to translate this, so let me see if I can translate this to you in English. It gives the law the ability and the power to do whatever they want. They can cut off all internet-based communications, emails, everything. They can cut off all communication, including phones, phone lines uh, between you and your loved ones. They can ban your access to all of your money and your bank accounts. And they have the right to declare you a terrorist. Well, but, but I, I have no terrorist connection. Doesn't matter. If they feel that what you're doing is undermining what they think is their government, then you can get slapped with a million-dollar fine. How are you going to fight that? Or you could be thrown in prison for years without even having recourse. You say, ah, oh, that's ridiculous. It's happening right now. People from the January 6th uh, insurrection, many of them are still being held without bail to this day. (laughs) And the law says they can't fight back. How could we as Americans even be putting up with this? (laughs) I I wish I could believe that there's a way to fight back. Now, as for this guy, Waylon, Waylon Bailey, um, let me tell you how his story ended. He was arrested booked. And for months, Bailey sat home worrying about what the state was going to do, worrying about what his future held, what was going to happen. Here's what happened. After months, they 
decided not to prosecute him and they just dropped the case. But he still felt compelled to delete all of his social media because of fear. He was compelled to close all his email accounts, everything. He wanted to avoid um, any possibility of the government trying to look into anything that he may have said or done, even kiddingly or jokingly. So to avoid the attacks, uh, to, to avoid the possibility that he could be robbed of his free speech, he basically closed himself out of everything. He lost friends who basically thought maybe he was a criminal or a terrorist on the very edge or the brink of, you know, committing some atrocity. Uh, many of his neighbors thought that he could be a danger to the community. <laughs> he now fears the government every single day. And he knows that his local police are still watching him because they patrol his area now more than they ever did before. So what Bailey decided to do with the encouragement of some people who were still on his side was he filed a lawsuit in September of 2020 claiming that the detective and the sheriff worked together to violate his First and Fourth Amendment rights. Here's what happened. This is so beautiful. Bailey waited two full years because that's how long it took before they could find a judge, okay, who would actually look at the case. They wanted to brush him under the carpet as quickly as possible. They claimed that the police officers had qualified immunity to do what they did. In other words, hey, they made a decision. They thought you were a danger. And being police, they have the right to make that decision. And therefore, they're immune from prosecution. <laughs> it shielded them from being held accountable. A qualified immunity is meant to protect police officers from you know, being arrested after performing their legal duties. Okay, It's actually meant to be a good thing, but do you see how laws can be twisted? <laughs> I mean, because you, know, you can have a junkie or you know, whoever else, another perp that basically thinks that they've been wronged and so they want to sue the police officers. So this law was placed there basically to protect the good police people. And unfortunately, here we have a police officer who was perpetrating a crime while in uniform. So Bailey said, okay, so they throw this out. They don't want to take it. He appeals to the Fifth Circuit. And there, at the Fifth Circuit, he's handed a victory. The court not only ruled that Bailey's Facebook post was free speech, but that the sheriffs had no right to arrest him in the first place. Now, you see, most Americans would have just, at that point, you know, been in so in fear, entrenched in fear, that they would have just given up but he pressed through. My friends, that's what we have to do. We've got to be unafraid. Push through. The, the judge ruled that the post didn't harm anyone at all. They realized that it was just something that he said in jest, and it had no qualified intention, nor did it actually harm anyone. So the ruling was a huge weight off his shoulders, but it took three full years and a whole lot of money for him to be victorious. And what this guy had to go through is just typical of the abuse of the system today. It's happening to Donald Trump. They can abuse him, but here's the problem, man. He don't care. He doesn't care. Not too many people are like that. 
Not too many people will spend their own money defending something they know is frivolous. He would have just, he could. He could just walk away and go live on an island or Mar-a-Lago or anywhere he wants for the rest of his life and nobody would ever bother him. But he's fighting. He's fighting for America. And you and I need to realize that there are people out there, government operatives, that are looking to descend upon us at any time to take away our rights and our freedoms. So what can we do? Well, to take control of our money and our wealth, I want to share with you a few things that we all can do. Now, the best thing for us, okay, is to get these crazy far-left liberals out of office as soon as possible. That's important. So we need to be active. We need to share the knowledge that we're getting, the knowledge that we're trying to share with you here on Exposed. And hopefully, we can get Trump back in office, so at least we have some kind of a four-year period, minimally, where we have a reprieve to hopefully begin to get back some of the America that you and I love. But beyond that, there are some things that we can also do in regards to our finances and our investments. Now, these are things that you need to look into to provide protection for you and for your loved ones. But before I share these things with you, I need to read this disclosure. The disclosure is going to be on your screen, and I need to read it to you. So here it is. I'm going to read it verbatim so we have it. The information contained herein and the resources available are not intended as and shall not be understood or construed as financial advice. I am not an attorney. I am not an accountant, nor am I a financial advisor, nor am I holding myself out to be. And the information contained in this podcast is not a substitute for financial advice from a professional who is aware of the facts of your circumstances and of your individual situation. With that out of the way, we've done our best to ensure that the information provided herein is accurate. Regardless of anything to the contrary, nothing available mentioned herein should be understood as a recommendation that you should not consult with a financial professional to address your particular personal affairs. And we highly recommend that you seek advice from a professional. Now, if the government doesn't force a digital dollar on Americans, okay, I'm, then I'm all wet, but I'm telling you it's coming. The government is going to force a digital dollar, and it's going to force it on the entire United States. And in certain established companies can give you a protection from loss and even a potential for extreme profits. So I want you to look into three possibilities for that. One is MasterCard. Uh, you can go on, you know, wherever you buy your stocks or invest in or whatever. It's MA, that's the, uh, that's the uh, symbol, MA, MasterCard, because it operates a global payments network. It uses credit, debit, and prepaid cards. And believe me, um, it, the source of revenue from all the fees that they charge is huge. And, you know, they make a lot of money. Uh, many of the features of that investment can be extremely lucrative, especially now. Another one you need to look at is PayPal, P-Y-P-L, and it, it, it also is in the financial sector, but it's in the technical side of it. Um, they handle payments on a global basis, and PayPal is already deeply involved in the central banking digital projects. So this is a heads up because it is coming. Um, the, the, the Fed now, which has gone active as of last summer, um, is all in place. It's all ready to play out. And PayPal is one of the 
big players in that field. So this is another one that I'm recommending strongly to you. And the last one is a cryptocurrency. It's called Ripple, XRP. Ripple Labs uh, is an American uh, technological company that develops the Ripple payment protocol. It was founded in 2012, based in California, unfortunately, but Ripple is a, uh, Ripple is a crypto company and uh, their mission is to enable financial transactions across the board all done in such a way that your money is completely protected and it's done on a digital basis on, on the blockchain and i know this is kind of greek to some of you but i'm telling you blockchain technology is the future of all payments so i know this has been a little different show today but we're living in very different times so take what i say to heart and spread the good news the good news is we still have time to change the destiny of america this is mike Kalo. For Exposed, the Kalo Podcast, God bless you, and God bless this great country.